thank you all for showing up today is day we are almost there is day what 19 why did i just forget the day that we are on i believe it's day yeah day 19 yes i'm right day 19 of 21 we are almost there we are, we are closer to the end it's been a wonderful journey Let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you. Lord, there's, there's some heavy things you want to talk about today. So we yield to your guidance. We yield to your wisdom. We yield to you. Lord, in this session, may our hearts be healed. May our minds be restored. May we come to that place of rest in you. Transform us the treadmill of performance to rest in you translate us in understanding let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened to behold everything that you have called this time for may we behold christ may we see you we decree that in this time everything the sacrifice of christ has been has accorded to us we shall receive everything the promise of christ has accorded to us for this time we shall receive we shall not miss out on anything Lord, it will not be me speaking, but you. Not my mind, but yours. I will speak in from the mind of Christ. I would also receive from the mind of Christ. All of us will be fed. All of us washed. All of us strengthened by the revelation of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Today's topic is free. Free. You know, Yesterday was heavy and introspective, and we had to ask ourselves the hard questions. If God looked at your life, not even God, if people looked at your life before you ever had a chance to preach, do you look like Christ? If people examined your life before you ever opened your mouth to say one word of gospel, do they believe? Are you an accurate representation of the image you claim to be? So, that was a heavy discussion. But here we preach a balanced gospel. While that is the truth, today, I want us to consider and I want us to learn how to give grace. To ourselves. Believer, we often hear that we are loved by God. You often hear that Christ set you free. But we often find that believers don't love themselves. When was the last time you looked in the mirror and you were able to accurately, properly accept the person that you see? I remember, um, I think Pastor Chintok used to sing a song that was like, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm becoming what I see. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Is the song of the new man. Oh, I am looking in the mirror. Oh, I'm becoming what I see. 
Oh, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Oh, it's the song of the new man. Oh, I'm looking in the mirror. Oh, I'm becoming what I see. Oh, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Oh, it's the song of the new man. You are looking in the mirror. You are beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. And you are becoming what you see. Christ in you, the hope of glory, is the song of the new man. Believer, we're going to talk about some things along these last three days that makes the believer believe that though Christ has sacrificed, the sacrifice is not enough. Though Christ deemed you worthy, you still find it difficult to believe you're worthy enough. You look at yourself, you look at your face, you look at your past, and you are your highest critic. You're not able to forgive yourself. Christ has forgiven you, but you are still blaming yourself for your sin. God has deemed you worthy, but you are still struggling with self-worth. God has deemed you loved, but every time you look at yourself, you find it difficult to love yourself. Your, your existence is a constant reminder of the mistakes that you have made. You are, you are your judge. You are your own jury. You are your own executioner. That has to change. Give grace to yourself. The goal of this last three days is to help the believer, which is all of us, including me, Learn to walk in this freedom that we have received. Today I'm just going to talk lightly. And maybe the next two days we'll go deep. We'll go deeper. We'll start. We'll go into the autotomiology, breaking down scripture and all that. But today I want to talk lightly. While it is light, it will still be truth. Because I'm not, we are not going to water down gospel. Because um, we want to make it light for you, you know. Not losing the essence of Christ make it light to you. While Christ was going to the cross, he fell three times. The fall did not define his purpose. The cross did. Not because he was a statistic of death, but he was a statistic. He became the first to be risen from the cross. So if you end your Christianity at the cross, you will only focus on the sacrifice, thinking that you have to earn Christ. Christianity begins because he resurrected. If he never resurrected, the story would be another great man, prophet, that was killed. What made him different from the prophets of old was that he resurrected. Not only did he, not, did he know no sin, he resurrected after death. Sin had no hold over him. I'm saying this because he was lifted and he is lifted. He was lifted in sin, but he is lifted with the Father. If you focus on the sin that has been lifted, you will only see your sufferings and believe that God is punishing you for everything that you have done. If you forget that he was lifted, he, he is, not was, because sin is the past of the believer. Son is the present. Sin is the past of the believer. Son is the present. The redemption you receive in Christ 
is now for all sin, for all time, for all men. Stop taking the whip that the Lord has taken away from you. Stop taking it back and using it to afflict yourself. Stop being your own tormentor. Stop being your own accuser. Check the words that check the words of your heart. Check how you are speaking to yourself. Because how you speak to yourself is how you teach people to speak to you. You are the first voice you hear before you hear the voice of anyone else. How have you been speaking to yourself? You are sitting down in places and you do something because you make a mistake. You, you, you say to yourself, I am stupid. So the I am in you is now stupid. Oh, I'm stupid. Oh, I'm so foolish. That was, you, you, you describe yourself outside of what? Because you are not your situation. You are not the definition of your mistakes. Your mistakes are not your grave. You fell, but he says, who, he who perseveres to the end. He who perseveres to the end. So your assignment is not to be perfect. Your assignment is to persevere in Christ. And the perseverance of the believer is believing. It is hard to believe. It is difficult to believe. The only work God required of you, believer, is to believe. He did not ask you to be perfect. He asked you to be good. And good is a definition of the believer in Christ. Because he who is in him is good. So he makes you good. So good is not a result or a product of your hard work. No. Good is a result of his work in you. The finished work made you good. No longer shall you be your own judge. No longer shall you be your own jury. No longer shall you be your own executioner. Give grace to yourself. You fell yesterday. Get up and walk. You fell yesterday. Get up and walk. You have lived a long time being a certain way. Give grace for the finished work to become fully manifest in you. Give grace for the finished work to become fully manifest in you. You are learning. You are, learn you are, you are unlearning how you have lived your life a certain way. So that you are, you are now learning how to live the life this way. A new phone. A new OS. You now have to transition how you used to operate because it's, it's the same body, but the system of the phone has changed. They, are, they, they have upgraded for us Android users from Android, uh, maybe Android um, 10 to Android 14. You have, you have um, up, upgraded OS systems. Oh, well, for iPhone users, you have upgraded your OS. So now you have to learn how the new OS works, how the new operating system works. Okay, and this app is no longer can no longer function with this new system. This apps the app of, the app of law does not function. The app of death does not function. The app of the accuser does not function. But those were things I, I, I survived on before. No, no, no. There is better in this new OS. Now there's grace in this new OS. There's a life in this new OS. And there is an atoner in this new new OS. So now with this new OS, I enter rest. So I don't have to use. So now you have to start learning how to use the operating system. It takes time. It is not, God is not looking for perfect. He's looking for good. 
Because good is the standard of perfection before God. Because God is good. So he's asking you to be his image, not your effort. Please, believer. I know. Yes. Old body, new spirit, who this? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's a new creature. So stop, so stop defining yourself by your words instead of I am. Stop defining yourself by your words instead of I am. I am is the present continuous definition of a believer. I fell a minute ago. I am present continuous. Because he, you are not, God did not ask you to confess your sin the way we understand it. 1 Corinthians, I believe, I believe it was 1 Corinthians, let me make sure before I, no, 2 Corinthians 5, yes, 2 Corinthians 5, it said, he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, Christ who knew no sin became sin that we may become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, he who knew no sin so, mathematical equation. Sin, the, the definition of sin to the believer equals Christ. So, he who knew no sin became sin so that we may become sin equals Christ, equals righteousness. So, therefore, now, sin equals righteousness. So, we, do not, we are not confessing sin. We are confessing Christ. So, you made a mistake now. Maybe you masturbated. Maybe you are watching porn. Maybe you fell... What, these are things you struggle with. So you don't go there sitting down. Ah, I feel again. I watch porn again. Oh, my Lord, I have disappointed God. Hey, Father, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. The wages of sin is not I am sorry. The wages of sin is not I am sorry. The wages of sin is death. And since Christ died, that death might not be a discussion for you. Since Christ paid the price, that sin may not be a discussion for you. We don't confess our sin. We confess Christ, who is the righteousness of God. So rather than sitting down in that moment, you say, Lord, I fell. But I come into the righteousness of God. For I, for I have received a new nature. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All my sins are forgiven. I am better than this because the great one is in me. I am not subject to my, to, to my vices, for I am subject to the Lordship of Christ. I move in my new nature. I move in my nature in the I am. I walk in the better that God has made me to be. For good is my definition. Better will I be. Good is my definition. Best will I be. Good is my definition. His image will I be. I decree that I continue to walk in the fullness of Christ. For I know the atoner is there for me. And since... I have obtained the righteousness of Christ. I decree that that righteousness is made manifest for me. So I shall live out the tangible manifestation of the righteousness in every place that I step into. Sin is not my weakness. Son, son is my definition. Sin is not, sin has no, so you start decreeing what the word says about you. Your new identity. You decree the definition of your new man. You become the identity of the new man. So you decree the definition of the new man. Till you become the identity of the new man. So don't focus on your sin. Focus on your identity as son. So when we want to confess our sins to one another, we confess Christ to one another. So that's why when, when people come, 
broken in the in their sin we will we, we mm -mm. yes we know who, how you have fallen but let me tell you where you are standing we know how you are falling but let me tell you how you are standing because you are standing on he who is able to keep you from falling so you tripped but it's not your grave the only way your trip becomes your grave is if you lay where you fell christ did not lay where he fell he got up and kept walking with the cross he walked to the cross so that he walked to the cross left the cross and went to heaven so stop walk with your cross to christ and enjoy him in your in, his, in the resurrected life walk with your cross to christ and enjoy him in your resurrected life the accuser thrives in the accusation of the brethren. If the accuser has been kicked out of heaven, kick him out of your heart. If the accuser has been kicked out of heaven, kick him, kick him out of your heart. Your image is the image of Christ, not the image of the accuser. The Holy Spirit convicts you into righteousness, not blames you about your sin. He convicts you, no, 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 you are better than this. This is how you know the Holy Spirit is talking to you, you are better than this. No, you are greater. And you know how we do. We don't, we don't talk like that. We don't act like that. And you know you shouldn't have said that. That's, no, that's not how we do things. So yeah, 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 come, come, come. Let's, let's handle it this way. That's the Holy Spirit. The accuser is, uh -uh, look at you. Look at you. You've done it again. You are such a failure. You're, any, any voice in you that is defining you outside of Christ is not the voice of God. And if you keep repeating the words, because the devil will never come and say, you, he starts with saying, I, so that you think you are speaking to yourself. No, 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 no. Don't agree with him. Recognize the voice, because you know the voice of the shepherd. And if, if he does not sound like how the shepherd will speak, how your father will speak, how your lover will speak, it's not your lover speaking to you. Please, give grace. For you give grace so that you can become the embodiment of grace himself and what are the embodiment grace that you love so you have to give love to yourself stop stop remembering what the world has defined you by recognize what god tells you he says you are loved you are worth it you are worth a sacrifice whatever your image will look like now you are the image of christ so if the if you are the image of christ you are beautiful, you are handsome, you are good enough for God. So you don't have to earn the favor of man. Love makes you favored by God. Love makes you good enough to God. So look, beauty starts from within before it, before it radiates on the outside. We have seen people who are beautiful, who their character makes them ugly. We have seen people who by the world standards are not as good looking. But because of their character, they become more good looking that you can never understand. So beauty starts from within and when you are beautiful from within you begin to look like christ the world has no choice to define but to define you as beautiful but it begins with you accepting that the beauty of god has been imputed to you because if he's the if he says you have received as king the beauty of the divine please yes i will bone straight on squeezed minds but see we have the mind of christ and he has straightened us in the identity of the beloved. So he keeps us on the path of righteousness so that we can be beautiful as he is. Love makes you beautiful. That is why when you look at a woman that is loved, you say she's glowing. 
you are glowing. You are glowing. But you have to accept the glow. It is in accepting the love that the believer starts to glow. Please, believer, you are beautiful because you are loved. Joy is in you. So, the lie of the enemy, what the enemy does, first he accuses you, then you agree with his accusation. And whatever that accusation does, is either to, if the root of his accusation is comparison, the root of his accusation is comparison, the goal of his accusation is discontentment. The root of his accusation is comparison. The goal of his accusation is discontentment. Let me repeat that. The root of his accusation is comparison. The goal of his accusation is discontentment. So he will either compare you with someone who has achieved something that you have not. Someone who can do something that you cannot do. He will either compare you, your present, with your past. Reminding you of who you were. Come, tell him, I am. My, own, my only comparison is Christ. And since Christ has said, I look exactly like him. I don't need any, your comparison is useless here because the person who would have, I would have compared myself with by my own standard defined me by his own standard and said, man, you are perfect. You look like me. So, rest. He will bring you to a place of discontentment telling you, ah, you should have worked harder. You should have hustled in this part. You should have did it. No, no, no. You remind him, I don't hustle. I move circumspectly. My hustle is the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I stay at rest in obedience because God gives blessing to his beloved even while he sleeps. According to Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2, he said, unless the Lord builds a house, those who build, build in vain. So I am the house of the Lord. He is the one that is building me. So unless the Lord protects the city, those who protect, protect in vain. I am the city of the Lord. I am that Mount Zion. I am the light of the world, a city set upon the hill. So I am that light and the city. So he is the one guarding me. He said, it is vain for you to go to bed late, rise up early, eating the bread of anxious labor. For the Lord gives blessings to his beloved, even while they sleep. This is scripture. And I will, so I will, then you now respond to him, so, I do not eat the bread of anxious labor, I eat the bread of life. So while they were, while men, while they were hustling, I was resting. And the Lord blessed me, who is, his, who is his beloved, while I am sleeping. Sleep and rest. The blessing in sleep and rest is part of my heritage. So I am going to sleep so that I can enjoy the rest. Enjoy the blessing. So, everything that he wants to accuse you with, everything that he wants to point a figure at, oh, this is who you were. You are, you are a product of your past. No, I am product, I'm now a product of Christ. My past had consequences. But everything will work together for the good because my father is in me. And he causes all things to work together for the good in love. So, this is how you start. Change how you speak to yourself. Check your voice. Check the voice that you are agreeing with. Check the voice that you are echoing to speak to yourself. When you stand in the mirror, the voice then says, oh, look at you, look at how you look. You look ugly. You look this. No, 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 no. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I am an echo of the image of God. When God looks at me, he sees Christ, which means when God looks at me, he sees himself. And God has never defined himself as not beautiful. Therefore, I am beautiful because I am is in me. I am is beautiful. I am beautiful. You change how you speak to yourself. You change how you walk. Ah, you are a failure. You failed in this. You failed in that. You failed. Mm -mm. God is training me. God is moving me through seasons. God is causing all things to work together for the good. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And because he's in me, this, I always win. So therefore, every mess will become a message. Every test and mourning will become a testimony. 
so regardless of what the statistic looks like, because I have started with God, I will always end in victory. So what all the things the enemy would have said to you, oh, you said this improperly, you don't even know how to speak. You, you, I, I don't need to learn how to speak. When I open my mouth, the utterance of the Spirit is speaking through me. So I don't have to worry about my eloquence. Oh, I am, I rest because the elocution of my salvation is speaking through me. He has come to appropriately break down the word and knowing the heart of man and the heart of God, say what needs to be said in every time. I don't need to be perfect in my speech. I just have to be perfect in my rest. So I enjoy my rest. So everything comes from rest in him. Sons, give grace to yourself. Stop trying to be perfect. Rest in the goodness of God. Rest in grace. Rest. Because grace is grateful rest accepting Christ's essence. Yes, babe. Rest is a person. He is the Sabbath. God of the Sabbath. So, Jehovah Sabaoth perfects you in the Sabbath. That from the identity of Sabbath, you come out as the rest. So, we rest in God as the rest of God to be the reason why God rests. We rest in God in salvation. We rest in God in the fulfillment of the finished work. The finished work is finished, has finished work for you. Rest in him. You become the rest of him. He's the head. You are the body. You are the rest of him. You are the remnant in every place. So, he's the head. You are the body. That is grace at work in you. So, you are the rest of him. And then you become the reason why he rests. That means you are in a place. He's in a place. You become the embodiment of the I am. You become the fullness of the I am. But that cannot happen. The two parts, which is the remnant and the reason why he rests, begins with you resting in him. You, you, you not giving grace to yourself prevents you from ever coming to a place of rest. You would always look for something you have to do to make you better. Not someone you have to rest in that has made you better. Rest in him. Give grace to yourself to grow. He's the one that, to him who is able to keep you from falling. So are you saying that he's not good enough to keep you from falling? Are you saying that he's not strong enough to keep you standing? Are you saying that you can keep yourself? It says, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. But the next verse says, and the Holy Spirit causes you to will and to do for his good pleasure. So everything you should have done to work it out, he's doing it in you. Grace is at work in you. Give grace to grace for grace to be made manifest to you. Give grace to grace for grace to be made manifest in you. Give grace to grace for grace to be manifest through you. Give grace to grace. Give grace to yourself. Give grace to the Spirit of God at work in you. It took you 20, 30, 40, 15. It took you more years than you've heard about Christ to come to Christ. Now that you are in Christ, give grace so that you can become like him. It's not in one moment. You have received the fullness of him. Now you are learning how to walk in him. Give grace to yourself. Don't beat yourself up because in beating yourself up and focusing on your flaw, you, you, you focus on the sin. And what you magnify, you remain in. Or what you magnify, you become. That is why he's the author and finisher. You look unto Jesus. Look unto him. He's the one that is magnified. He's the one that is glorified. And the, you, the more you behold him, you will gradually and eventually become him. Give grace to yourself. You are no longer subject of your, the subject of your situation. You are now a representative of Christ. 
give grace to yourself. Regardless of what is happening in the world, regardless of what has happened, regardless of where you came from, your new definition is Christ. Know this so that you can know peace. Believer, you are free. You are free to enjoy the love of God. You are free to rest in the fullness of the I am. You are free to be and do everything God has called you to do. You are free to walk in the new love and the new life of Christ. You are free. You don't have to put barriers where Christ has made it easy. You are free. For freedom has he set you free. He has set you free to enjoy and to enjoy his love. He has set you free to be a representation of him in every place. He has set you free not to put put any more burdens of performance on you. You are free. You fell. Get up and walk. Lazarus was resurrected from the dead. Lazarus was called out. The stone was rolled away. He was called out of the grave. Lazarus came forth. Lazarus heard the voice of Christ and was living a new life in the life of Christ. But Lazarus needed time to be unwrapped. You are being unwrapped. You might have had the stench of death, but you are alive. By the time the unwrapping is done, you will no longer smell like where you came from. You will no longer smell like the tomb. He's unwrapping you. Give it time. It's like you are being treated. Your surgery is going on. And every time there's blood pouring out, you are either blaming the doctor, blaming yourself. And then you want to get up from the surgery table, run out and show the world that you are well. No. The only person that is important is the father. And he has acknowledged where you are. And he's doing his spiritual surgery. Stop getting off the table so that you can show the world that you are well. Why do we still care about your impression? They never really cared only to point about, point your flaws, point your mistake. But they say, no, 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 no. I'm not pointing at your flaws. I'm not pointing at my mistakes. I'm pointing at my son. He has authored and finished your faith. So now I am pointing at him. Because when I look at him, when I look at you, I'm not seeing you, I'm seeing him. Lay on the table. Rest in the surgery. Because by the time you wake up, you will be different. And even after surgery, there's, there's a time for healing. There's a time so that the wounds close. There's a time so that you, you, you can now start moving your body so that you don't reopen the stitches and cause more problems. Rest. God is working on you. So the finished work is making you a finished work. Going back to that Lazarus story, he was called forth. He was raised from the dead. He had life, the life in him. The word brought him to life. So he heard the word and he was living a new life. He still had to be unwrapped before he was sent out into the world. We can't be so eager to be sent out before we are unwrapped. So we go into the world smelling like death. He's unwrapping you. Give it time. Let yourself heal. Give grace to yourself. Stop beating yourself up where you make mistakes. Stop beating yourself up where you fall. That is why you have an atoner for you. You have someone who knew that you would not be perfect. He knew that you could not keep the law. So that is why he forgave and caused the remittance of all sins for all time, for all men. So whether past, present, future sins have been forgiven. So the believer only has to believe. His focus is not being perfect. 
is focuses on belief because belief will eventually define your decisions and will eventually define your intuitions. So belief will eventually define you. So that is why all you have to do is believe. Please give grace to yourself. Don't be your judge. Don't be your jury. Don't be your executioner. All you have to be is son at rest, father. Face your walk. Yes, babe. Face your walk. And the work of the believer is to believe. Face your work. I hope this has reminded you today to give grace, to rest in love, to receive everything that God has done for you in Christ. For those running in pain are too deep in grief to see the finished work. For those beating themselves up are too deep in self-accuser or self-accusations to hear the voice of love. For those wide in expectations or for themselves are too loud in criticism to hear the affirmations of God. Please, believer, give grace. You are doing well. He said to Christ, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And the beloved son in whom he is well pleased is in you, making you a beloved son in whom he is well pleased. So if you are pronounced the beloved son in whom God is well pleased, who gives you the right to tell yourself that you are not a beloved son that pleases God? Rest in love. Grow in grace. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Father. May we be encouraged in your love. May we know this love of God. May we walk in the fullness, fullness of the I am. May the lies of the accuser no longer be the testimony of our hearts. May the judgment of sin no longer be the echoes of our mind. May the pronouncement of death no longer be the expressions of our life. But instead, may we hear Christ. May we see Christ. May we walk in the testimony of the Good Shepherd. May we, may we walk in the healing of the I Am. May we walk as the fragrance of the knowledge of Christ. Lord, give us grace to give grace to ourselves. Open our eyes to behold the fullness of the rest that comes with your love. Open our ears to hear the words of affirmation that comes with your love. May our lives be truly an example of grace given, grace received, and grace become. Jesus' name. Thank you all. Hope this blessed you. Have a blessed day. And for those who are able, at 4 p.m. today, which will be 4 plus 8 will be 12, which will be 1 p.m., 1 a.m. Nigerian time, we have our evening session. This is our actual service, not the 30-minute morning session. We have our actual service this evening. If you're able to, please join us. Um, the link is in our bio. Uh, our Instagram bio, you can join us there. We'll, we will look for, we'll, it will be wonderful to have you all. Thank you all for joining. And see you again tomorrow. Have a blessed day.